and welcome to Remember Wedding with Stephen Jordy. Sorry, I had to change my top really quickly there. Um, I, I don't know why that's affecting me. Forget I'm, I had to change my top quickly, so therefore forget the name of the podcast. <laughs> remember Wedding with Stephen Jordy, a podcast where I, Stephen Jordy, ask my guests to remember when something happened in pop culture history that's had some sort of effect on them. I did ask you to do that, didn't I? Yeah, that's grand. Uh, you can now join the Patreon, Patreon, patreon.com forward slash remember when. And you can also buy tickets to see The Hendu, which is on sale now in all your local theatres and will be out on tour in September, October. And if you're not from the north, you can, well, if you are, you may, may be going on holiday somewhere, you could be in Glasgow for a day, I don't know, but you can also see <laughs> Bridesmaids, <laughs> which is on sale in about 50 theatres throughout England, Scotland, Wales, and the south of Ireland so just go buy tickets so I can feed my unborn child thank you because I'm not breastfeeding this one <laughs> I am I don't know why anyway <laughs> this breast milk's not cheap yeah it's breast milk it's fucking this it's it doesn't grow on trees uh, it's a what do you call it life crisis thing we're having cost of living crisis you you fucking baby brain don't you I just did another podcast Jay. <laughs> like what do you call that life crisis we're having <laughs> Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Um, yeah, my guest today is comedian and podcaster Vittorio Angelone. What's happening? I think you've got the coolest name in um, comedy here. Do you think so? Mm. I mean, it's that. Except for me. The owner of the Hardy. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I say Doherty. Doherty, do you? Well, that's how you say Doherty and Derry. You say Doherty. Like when I moved to Belfast and people were like, Doherty. do you mean Doherty? And I was like, no. Well, you what say is that? Say My dad always used to get annoyed. Um, you know Jamie Carragher? Yeah. Footballer? Yeah. My dad. Don't patronise me. Yeah. Sorry. But my dad would always watch him be like, his granny would say Carragher. And I'm like, right, but he says Carragher. So <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Mad. Um, but yes, I don't know about the coolest name I don't like it's just your name, do you know what I mean? Yes, but also it's a name that, you know, yes, you might like f- stumble across, you'd like say it wrong, is what I mean. Mm. I don't mean like stumble across it like online, you'd be like, this guy's street, in jail. Like Biden's secret documents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's, an, it's an original, unusual name, and therefore it's hard to forget. Hard to forget, hard to remember at the yes, same time, hard to say thing. correctly. Um, but it's the bog standard. Like, if you can't think of a name for your child in the Angeloni family, you call it Vittorio. Oh, there's more than one? I'm the eighth. No! Yeah, my You're great, like kings? My, my family's like... There was eight of them. <laughs> my, my family's <laughs> I mean, like... like they, have, they all have the same name. Don't <laughs> they're Vittorio all called fucking yeah, Billy yeah. and Charles and all. Kings and Popes. <laughs> um, yeah, I... Uh, uh, yeah, there's fucking loads of Vittorios in my family. My great granddad, Vittorio, were vaguely famous in West Belfast because we had an ice cream shop that loads of people went to. Was it called Vittorios? Victor's. Mm. Wanted to blend in a little bit. Right. And then it got burnt down by racists. <laughs> Is that, did it? Yeah. By race, people who were racist against Italians? Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> <laughs> but what a way to melt ice cream. <laughs> 
burnt down an ice cream shop. That would just become ever. a syrup shop, wouldn't it? Yeah, it just becomes a creamery. <laughs> yeah. So Victor, though, that feels like that feels like giving under the man. Fuck them. It does, like, yeah, Victor. I've had people tell me to change my name hey. for like acting, particularly if I'm going up for auditions. People think, well, casting director will look at that and think you're Italian, an actual so Italian. Oh, I yeah. know, you know what I mean. So, well, yeah, but they so they won't cast you for that. And I'm like, well, any casting director who thinks that is a fucking idiot. Yes. So I don't. Do you know what happens when they read my name? They go, oh, talentless. We've heard of her. <laughs> Don't bring her in. <laughs> no point. They just bypass the whole racial thing and go, yeah, she's, we've heard she's shit. <laughs> Is that the Ukrainian one? From yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> she sounded Russian. Fucking don't bring her in. <laughs> she can't do you. You should, get, you should cash in on that clout. You've played a Ukrainian. You should get Is that something I want to be bragging about? Yeah. You've played a Ukrainian. You're supporting the cause. I know. You're basically but... Zelensky. Well, that's true. We both wear jogging bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> Night out in bunkers. Big on, big on cargo pants and photo shoots. <laughs> it's so funny. Anytime he was on screen, he was like in his full, like, comfortable army gear. <laughs> comfortable? Do you like ar- army leisure? Yeah, army loungewear. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. He would clean up if he if he released like a whole. OnlyFans? Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was other things. I thought OnlyFans was only for dirt, but it's not. Well, the, so it was originally wasn't supposed to be. Uh, but then it became the one that uh, whores use. Um, <laughs> <laughs> how many? How many? I want to see how many Victorios are on there. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking loads, mate. Victorios. I've done sex no, work. No, I did a though. joke there about whores. Oh, and I said Victorios. Victorios. Doesn't matter. That's okay. <laughs> but I've done sex work. Have you? Yeah, yeah. I sold hiccups during the pandemic. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> how long? You sold hiccups. So to early COVID, I did a tweet. Well, because I had hiccups and I was losing my mind. And I went, uh, are hiccups a symptom of COVID? Because if so, I'm fucked. And then a guy from America messaged me and said, do you still have hiccups? And I said, yeah. And he said, can you send me a video? And And I said, how much is it worth to you? As a joke. And he said, $20. And I no! Like, Cash at me, $20. <laughs> and I sent him a video of me hiccuping three times. <laughs> And to be fair, I less don't, than seven dollars a hiccup. I don't know if he wanked to it. Hopefully. Well, I mean, I don't. Yeah, it would almost be weirder if he just watched it for fun. Yeah, 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 yeah. That has to be a. But this is the weird thing about sex work that I can't figure out. Where oh, Lord, you know, going for the cause. Oh, me and the sex workers just walked no, our equal that, rights. But I don't know if I'm a sex worker because he didn't say I wanked to that. All he said was, "Ha ha, you're so cute." <laughs> <laughs> But isn't it weird that sex work is defined by uh, the consumer? Yeah, what they find sexual. So if you do anything, like those girls... Oh my God, I must have done so much sex work and I don't know. But this is the thing. People are wanking to this right now. Yes. This is sex work. Exactly. We're doing so well. (laughs) (laughs) But this is the thing. So it's like... If you do anything like girls, so say a girl takes a topless picture, that's not like there's all like like boobs are overly sexualized, blah blah yeah. blah blah. It's just a functional thing for whatever. Yeah. So, but someone wanks for that, so people would still they, that's a sex worker. If you're taking selling pictures of your tits, you're a sex worker. Yeah. So, but, but you, selling hiccups, that doesn't feel like it's the same. So, but for that to be sex work, you both have to both agree that this is a sexual thing. You have to know you're being paid for but something it's never sexual. Ex- it's very rarely explicit. Well, I think if someone goes, here's a tenor, give me a handjob, I think we both know it's sexual. That's obviously sex work. All right. If you fuck someone for money, <laughs> that's definitely sex work. Oh, well, then I have. <laughs> <laughs> so much 
clearer now? <laughs> well, somebody asked me recently for pictures of my feet. I've I've been asked a lot for pictures of my feet. Yeah. Are you on wiki feet? I keep mine secret. M- no, mine's are on wiki feet. Oh, are they? I blur mine in pictures. Do you? Yeah. Why do you, why do you care? More sign-ups to Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> let, let them eat cake. Do you know what I mean? Let them wank to my second toe that's oh, longer than the so first. I don't mind. Because it's because me and Mike do our podcast and it's uh, we do it, we're just doing it in my living room. So we're just in like socks. And yeah. there's people commenting on YouTube like, more socks. <laughs> no. Yeah. I did this thing years ago for charity because I'm a good human. Yeah. Um, and it was like... It was a Boko Haram fundraiser. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do daily. It was called Dune was Dare Day. I was only about 20. And I was like doing like a dare each day. People would sub- pay money towards Marie Curie. I was doing like a boxing thing, right? right? So I had to raise all this money to do the boxing thing. Who so the fuck would do charity boxing? Sounds stupid. I so stupid. <laughs> Especially not funny people. Gems. <laughs> and, um, Gems. <laughs> people not saying Gems in London enough. No, either I'm 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 low on my gimp quota. That's so funny. <laughs> and um, so I used to get so it started off where like so people were like, oh, eat like a habanero chili pepper, and I was like, oh, and then drink, and I'd film it and put it up, you know, on YouTube. Again, people definitely wank into this. Go but on. this is it, yeah. That's what I mean. I'm like a notorious sex worker now. You didn't but know. for charity, for charity. That's like that woman, the the naked philanthropist. Do you remember her? Mary Carey. No, <laughs> he did it for the the bushfires in Australia. She did, so if you signed up, to, she put like a whole month of her OnlyFans to Australia and she like sent millions to the charity. Oh, well, that's really Which weird, is so isn't hot. it? But was she doing dirty stuff? Yeah. Oh, it's weird, isn't it? She, so she would send you her like Dropbox of nudes or whatever. Imagine they just fans. sent the money back and they were like, we're all right. But here's we'll right. the fires out ourselves. So this is my question about sex work is in the same way that like if you, like if I send someone videos of me hiccuping and they wank to it, yeah. does that make me a sex worker? But that feels like some element of sex work or whatever. But then, like, where's the line? Like, if my accountant does my tax return and I fucking come on it, <laughs> is, is he a sex worker? Um, I think he has been molested there. <laughs> I think that's what that is. Feels like a violation. Like, somebody yeah. can, like, like if you buy a carrot at Tesco, that like, that's just a carrot. But if you shove it up your ass, is Gary at the tills? I <laughs> <laughs> so do your, your anal probe. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, it's a real fine line, isn't it? But then in the other direction, if you fuck someone on camera and no one wanks to it, is that just like a really bad sitcom? That's that's my wedding video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what that is. So yeah, we have to make money off it for it to be work. Yeah, but also for... All right, Sean, sp- if you're watching. But for it to be sex work, someone has to come about it. Someone has to come about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm, oh, no, but money has to be exchanged. Someone. Yeah, so, so, for, no, so no, 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 so now your definition of sex is somebody has to come, whereas that's not my experience. Yes, you're a woman. <laughs> <laughs> that's not the way it is to be. But so whenever I was doing these dares, though, so it started off like very simple. And then, right, so habanero, and then what yeah, do we get and then, to? And then it might have went to like... Um, do you like it was like the water, the bucket water challenge and stuff like that at the time. People are but so then people, but then I was getting people saying like, would you stand in white frilly socks and a dress and pour porridge over your head and all? And then it was getting like, <laughs> no, it was getting really, would you, one person was like, would you stand in the shower frilly clothed with the water on singing my milkshake brings all the voice Fuck to the yard. People were paying 20 quid a pop. And I was knee deep through about 15 of these before I realised these cunts are being sexual. <laughs> <laughs> So nice. It's all, yeah, my milkshake brings to the boat. And then it's all, oh my God, I'm being, 
I mean, sexualized, and I loved it. You loved it? Mario Curie made a fortune. That's that's what she would have wanted. That is what that is what that I think. That big radioactive bitch. <laughs> that's what they set out to do. Yeah. Um. So we're just all about a sex. But actually, I had this conversation with Sean the other day about about sex workers, about how like, you know, it's such a thing that people be like, oh, you know, they're they're all must be damaged people who are doing that for a job. That's just so not true. Like it's just a job like no other. And I th- no, it's not a job like any. It's similar to comedy, and we are all fucked. All the, I, I'm not. Deona. No, 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 no. Deona. No, I'm all right. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> Do you want me to show you my sertraline? <laughs> it says I'm fine. James sertraline tells me I'm fine. Yeah, you talk a, to it at night time. Yeah, it says I'm I'm absolutely fine. Do you think all comedians are damaged? Yes. Do you? There's got to be a reason you need that much validation from rooms full of people. Yeah. It's the only way to feel safe. It's the only way you know that everybody doesn't hate you is if they definitely like you. <laughs> but even then, do you mind if... do you, Are you just like happy for any reaction? If anyone... I walk past every single person in the street and go, they hate me. Do you? Yeah. But that's because they do. Yeah. But then when I'm on stage, at least it, I know that they're laughing or they're out. annoyed. But like at least I definitely know. No, that is that is an issue, I think. Because if they hate me, then I was just right all along. But if they like me, then at least they don't hate me. But, and if you if, if you sat down with a, a psychiatrist or a therapist... I have many times. <laughs> right. time. Go on. But I think they would say for that is if you're trying to prove yourself right. Like, for instance, people who say, oh, I'm from a, 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 a heavy family and we're genetically bigger. They're just trying Fat to prove fucks. that they're not wrong. It's not because I eat twelve donuts for breakfast. Yeah, it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, so they're trying to. So is it that we were just like? Do you think I'm trying to bomb on stage? <laughs> is this what you've brought me in here to say? <laughs> you do so badly on stage that I think you might be deliberately doing. Yeah, you're self sabotaging. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but you see comedians like that all the time. Do you ever yeah. see David McSavage? He fucking deliberately tanks gigs. Why? Because for the he's he's told me once that he's so bored gig, of doing well. He's brilliant. He's so fucking yeah. funny, but. He said if a gig's going too well and the audience have too much goodwill, he'll deliberately say the worst thing he can think of as soon as he walks on stage to try and lose everybody so he can earn the laughs again. That is like fucking doing your own lashes on your back. <laughs> what is the point in that? Give me the easy life. Ride the wave, do you know what I mean? No. But he's like, no, reset to nothing. That is, no, that's wild. That's Man. cruel and the audience have paid a tenner in. Yeah, but he does get them back. There's I'm a great not sure video, he does. There's a great video of him on YouTube at Top Secret Comedy Club in London. He walks on and just like... Say something horrifically racist. Dies, no dies for about two minutes because they didn't clap very much at the start and he was annoyed at them. Oh my God. And he goes on this two minute rant about racism and about like volunteers and all this stuff and charity and how he hates all of it. <laughs> and then he... And then, oh, I think I've seen this. And, and he just goes... That's what happens when you don't give me a good reception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you you post a shit ton of videos online now. I do, yeah. It's a, yeah. Like it's a lot of work, isn't it? Are you editing all these yourself? Yeah, nightmare. Always have done for like three years. It feels like I've been banging my head against the wall for such a long time. But it's working now it's, because... It's, it's finally clicked and worked. All of a sudden, your Instagram following has blown up. Mad. In like the past couple of months. Yeah, it was one video went massive where I did a Holocaust joke and people liked it. And some people didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all press is good press. But it was just a good bit of crowd work. You never know what's going to fly. It's never your most well-crafted joke. Yeah. It's never the one you're like, oh, it's a great routine. Which, it's always one you're like, yeah, I just called him a Is day. that the thing that's got the most views for you online is a Holocaust joke? Uh, no, the best one's a cancer one. 
<laughs> oh, is that the guy's coffin? Yeah, the woman in the front who's coughing and has like, is that COVID? And then her grandson goes, (laughs) no, her son goes, it's not COVID, it's cancer. I mean, that's perfect. It's great. That's what you want, isn't it? And then just three minutes making fun of her for having cancer. Do you you like putting stuff up, get up to get a reaction? Like, do you want people to have, because I I remember putting a video up on TikTok of um, talking about like the, we were on the blame, gets a cup from the blame game. and I'm Mm. talking about like the NI football team or the Euros. Is that a thing? Is that mm-hmm. the real? Is that, is that a real sentence? Is that the yeah. real? Was that they were doing? The Euros is a thing. I yeah. have to learn it at the time, and then I'll forget it because like I don't care. Yeah, topical jokes. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I read the news when I go. Huh? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and then so I did a thing about like how we would be great at smuggling booze over because me, you weren't like booze over. Remember yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Like the I was all like the Northern Irish team would be great at smuggling booze over, and. The catastrophe in the comments blows are like, she's a Fenian. What she's in Northern Ireland for? Someone else going, no, she's actually a Protestant. I just checked. And someone else going, no, she went to a Catholic school. And it was just like an argument about, well, whatever the fuck she is, she'd be saying this. And it's, it's called the North. People just all argue with each other. That is what just you like want. Just like thousands of comments of so, everyone arguing. And I was like, oh. That's what you want. Yeah. So, like, I don't, I remember when I first started getting negative comments, I took it real bad. Like, oh, really? It fucked me up. I was just like, but oh. But were my these God. comments about your comedy or about, like, your toes? <laughs> oh my toes are blurred um, I can't remember like it was about my comedy or my podcast I found a thing and I maybe shouldn't tell you this but it's a brutal thing that I didn't know existed I know what it is what did we give me tea it was a beginner no. I'll tell you the other thing <laughs> okay I'm excited for this <laughs> I discovered on Patreon you can see there's like exit surveys so when people unsubscribe when people from the Patreon oh, right, uh. they give a reason <gasps> mate if you ever want to you lose your self-esteem, just scroll through why people who liked you enough to sign up to Patreon right. at one point decided to unsubscribe. Some of them were like, oh, my financial situation's changed. Absolutely grand. Weren't done to the Holocaust. But some, of them some, just, people. Some, some people were just like, this is fucking <laughs> shit. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> what a waste of two put them on. Well, the first, because uh, I do a podcast with Mike Rice and we do... With the first Patreon episode we ever put out, the first comment was a guy who enjoyed the first public episode, signed, signed up the for the Patreon and said, never regretted signing up for something so fast. <laughs> <laughs> and he'd been in the army. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So all that stuff, but then you just get used to it. You get and you get used to the fact that it's good for the algorithm. Yeah, it's yeah. good, it just gets more eyes on it. <clears throat> and like, I, I did, we had a clip about Jordan Peterson recently, we were making fun of him. And it was fairly even-handed because I said in the clip, I've just listened to him on Joe Rogan because yeah. I think he's interesting on some stuff. But we were just slagging him off because he's kind of lost the fucking run of himself. And the fucking, the arguments, the number of people just calling us gay, retarded, incels. Like, it's fucking mad. Incels? Yeah. What's an incel? Where have you been? Well, I don't know. Quick Avon? <laughs> What's an incel? An, in- an involuntary celibate. Oh. Little freak boys that. Uh, oh, nobody a bucky. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> that's, but that's what it is, isn't it? <laughs> the whole world calls it incels, and there he goes, nobody a bucky. <laughs> nobody will bang that. Yeah. Oh, wait, that's what it is. I've never heard. Also, it's way. They're the ones that shoot up schools, incels. Okay. Because they're like, women won't fuck me, so everyone should die. I didn't make a few phone calls. <laughs> But 
I've never. Oh yeah, because they blame the fully blame women. But like that's a, like if somebody had said to me like or like said to a fella and you growing up, oh you're an incel, like they'd have been like okay whatever. But if someone goes ah you're stinking no one IG, like that's way worse to say. But it means it the is, same but thing. It's just, you know, language evolves and stuff. Oh, fuck. But I think Ger- is it Germany that uh, they yes. pay for prostitutes for incels to prevent. I think they should. Like terrorism? That absolutely should be a thing. I think if you've got to a certain age and you've got massive sexual frustration because you haven't got the book yet, your man dash should sort it out. Because you go mad. Like even like uh, like if you just haven't, if you go through like a dry spell. Yeah. You lose your mind. Yeah. You just turn into this like, fuck, you turn feral. You can sort yourself out. Yeah, but it's like. It's not the same thing. Exactly, yeah. Better. <laughs> so, yeah, women yet again saves a lot of time <laughs> things, need, saves a lot of time. things <laughs> need done right now do you know what I mean I ain't got half an hour <laughs> um, so what are we saying so, in, uh, so that's, that's when incels do you think we should fund whores oh, for yeah. incels well they don't need to be whores if they're fucking people for money they're whores do you know what I mean Victoria <laughs> So bang on. <laughs> no, hundred percent. I know somebody who needs that. His name's Dave Elliot. Yeah. <laughs> he needs the book. Yes, he's miserably married with two children. He needs. He's. Can you become an incel again? Is oh, it? I know. You don't have to be a virgin. For, you don't have to be a virgin to be an incel. Uh, yeah, I think you do in the common. So much criteria. Yeah. Well, it's like there's isn't there priests that have had sex and then become a priest? Which yeah, seems like cheating. Mm, I th- I think what happens is if you've decided you're going to be a priest, it's like that starts on Monday. <laughs> you're gonna run out. You just fuck loads of grown ups just, while you, you can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like do <laughs> <laughs> access to full adults after you become a priest. <laughs> but it is like that starts Monday, so you're gonna go out, eat the eat the, all the fucking donuts and the pizza at night. Priests are going to go out and do all the booking on a Sunday. a comedian Sunday. that did that. Not became a priest, but he was a pedo. And he um, he only started doing comedy after he'd been arrested and was awaiting trial. Why? What? what I what? think it was on his bucket list to do stand-up. Oh! So in the year while he was awaiting trial for like on human trafficking and list. nonsense, he bought, yes. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, he, uh, well, that makes sense. He, he did comedy for a year before yeah. he... Went to prison forever. Fair fucks to him. I mean, not for being a pedo, obviously, out there. It's not nice. But for trying to stand up. But for trying, for doing the, if you were, if someone said to you, right, you're going to go to jail in six months, what shit do you want to get done before then? What would you say? Fuck loads of kids. Fuck's <laughs> 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 sake. Do the opposite of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Commit all the crimes they're accusing me of. <laughs> I'm going down anyway, yeah. fuck's sake. But what in life, I'd kill someone. Would you kill someone? Mate. This is right. This is my uh, this is my thesis on what it is to be a modern man who wants to be like progressive and whatever. Yeah. You still have all the violence that men have within them. Yeah. So all modern men want is a moral reason to kick the fuck out of someone. Oh yeah, they want it. They still want to kick the fuck out, but they want to do it for a good reason, yeah. for a good cause. I walk charity. down the street hoping I see someone harassing a woman so I can murder them. Oh, oh, that's so that's so lovely. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I shouldn't hope for harassment. Yeah, I know, but then it's one. Although it's like entrapment, but for a good cause, because you're getting rid of the bad guy. I want to kill someone, but I want to be ethical about it. <laughs> I'm trying to be nice about it. Like, I want to fair trade murder you're, someone. You're <laughs> I want to organically <laughs> slice some cunt up. <laughs> 
I like could you actually do you know whenever I used to work in a restaurant, right? I used to like be a waiter years ago and I the the chef one time let me he goes, Well come in here and close your eyes to connect yourself. <laughs> no, he didn't. He's come in and close your eyes and take this knife and let me stab a massive hunk of meat. And it was he was like, Is that's exactly like stabbing someone? I don't know how he knows the comparison, but it was just this big thing of meat and he goes, just shove, close your eyes and shove the knife in and it's pure freaky. You feel like you've stabbed somebody. So wow. I've got that out of me. You've got the need to stab someone out of you? Oh, I've well, got it back when I'm out, Sean. But before that, <laughs> it, it had left the system. Yeah. But it's it's disgusting. And the feeling of just the... Like, do you know, like that gritty, it's yeah. fleshy. like a, And then it's like a crunch, the noise of it going through. Oh. This is what people are going to be wanking to. ASMR. Me ASMR. And a big leg of lamb. I stabbing, yeah. A big leg of lamb. Yeah. <laughs> Um, is there something you would do if you weren't doing comedy? Like if you if you were like, okay, I, I can't pursue comedy anymore. I'm cancelled. What else would you do? I mean, it's inevitable um, that you're gonna get cancelled. I am such a psycho that I like I'm so obsessed with comedy that <coughs> it feels like I couldn't do anything else. But what I did before, I was a classical musician before. Oh, why? I was a percussionist, so I played the xylophone and all that. So probably that. But then a lot of that's teaching in schools. So yeah, if I was. It's less depending p- on the direction of the cancellation. Yeah, <laughs> maybe not. Well, what if there was a dream, like a dream thing you could do? Like if you were like, "Oh, I'd be a, I'd be a, I don't know, the president." <laughs> <laughs> Get to stay in the Grand Central. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't. This is like it's so fucking gay to be like I'm living my dream. Aye. But I know like, it is. I'm so obsessed with comedy that's yeah. like the like it's the best. I feel like you are obsessed with comedy, like too. Mate. Yeah. I'm a freak, mm. and like I know, I watch everybody's sets. I love watching other comedians. I know everybody's like I'm like an like a Rolodex encyclopedia of just seriously bits. Like my like it fucks all my mates off who aren't comedians because my whole way of interacting with people is a topic comes up and I go, oh, Tommy Tiernan has a funny bit about yeah. that, yeah, and then I do someone and they're else's like, we bit. Don't care. And they're like, can we talk to you? Yeah, and I'm like, but other people have thought about this more than me, and yeah. they're funny. There's like a six-year-old going, you're teaching me xylophone, stop talking about Tommy Tiernan. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that man is. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, I I don't watch comedy that often. I, th- I know you should watch it as, as a comedian. Like, it's how you get better as well. Uh, it's how you... uh, sometimes, but sometimes you get caught up in other people's like cadences. And and I, and I also think if you're highly impressionable, you can mould in. So I so am. Yeah. I for the first like year and a half, I was just doing a Mickey Bartlett impression. Yeah, there's a few people doing a Mickey Bartlett impression. Yeah, it's called the Northern Irish comedy scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But everybody like you. you I go on stage, be, and be like, "What's up, motherfuckers?" <laughs> <laughs> I don't talk like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm like you just and you just get out of it. Like I've gone into different. Uh, Modes of different people. I'm in a shite. Uh, I'm in a slight um, Shane Gillis ish, like just my physicality, like two hands on the mic at the minute. Uh-huh. And I just, you just catch yourself and go, oh no, that's not, that's not you. You've just watched too much of that guy recently. Yeah, yeah, and you're yeah. going like, after every joke. But and, then, like, you, but you have thing. to catch yourself as well. You yeah. Like, I don't really, you don't realize that you're that impressionable, but you are. Yeah. And well, this, it's, I think that's a tricky thing where you spend a lot of time basically trying to act like a comedian on stage mm. and you get those people doing the like the rhythm of what they think a comedian they do like Chris, Chris Rock yeah. like they say all the premises three times yeah yeah yeah, yeah like yeah. Protestants and Catholics are different the yeah, thing yeah. is Protestants, Protestants and, Catholics. and Catholics 
are different. Yeah. And like, <laughs> <laughs> that's an acting exercise. Do you want wank? That's an acting exercise we have to do, you know? Meisner? So wanky. No, you just, you just keep repeating. Oh, yeah, and the different single main, uh, single main stress of the sentence, and you stress different words and say yeah. it different every time. And, and we have a full conversation. Keep turning the soil. That's Meisner. Oh, did you say Meisner? Yeah, yeah. I thought you said Wayfair, like the people that sell furniture. No, and I was like, no. Meisner technique. Is it Meisner? Yeah, yeah. yeah, well, there you go. And you used to be like, Protestants and Catholics are different, and we would have a full no, conversation. Protestants and Catholics are different. Protestants and Catholics are different. <laughs> yeah. Fucking no, no, weird. keep doing it. <laughs> drama school stuff. I auditioned for drama school. Wanky. It's so weird, but they get you. Wanky. Because when, you, when everybody's you doing it, then you're like, well, this is what you do. Yeah. Like, even in the audition process, there was, like, workshop days and stuff. Yeah. And at the start, they're like, oh, pretend you're spaghetti. Yeah. And yeah. I, I was, like, so, I was, like, fucking cooked or uncooked. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You, you're also, like, racist, there, like, just because I'm called Victoria. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Um, you be a spaghetti, you be a spud. By the end of it, they're, like, yeah, and like the, there's oil being poured over the spaghetti, and you're, you're just on the floor, like, I'm fucking <laughs> You're like, never have I felt more spaghetti. You just buy in and you're just like, well, everybody's know, fucking rolling on the floor. I think it's brainwashing because I, I think you get so sucked under that world where you think this is necessary to the craft of an actor. Yeah. And then you talk to like really good established actors and they're like, just say your lines. Yeah. Just say your lines and do them no more. There's a really funny uh, actor I know and I won't name her because... Uh, me? Uh, may I get in trouble? No. No, you can name me. <laughs> she was in a play in London. And everybody else, she hadn't been to drama school, but they were all like rada yeah, and like yeah, proper, yeah. like acting out the wazoo. And um, they had this bit in, in the play where they had to, it was basically, they'd just run over a big hill and they had to arrive at the house and like be like out of breath when they came onto the stage. Yeah. And all these rada people were sprinting up and down. To actually stage, be out of breath. Like running. And she was just stood there, side of stage, just like. Yeah. And they were like, why aren't you, why aren't you running? And she goes, oh, because I can do this. I just opened the door and went. <laughs> yeah, I can just act it. Fuck Yeah, no, no, seriously. Like, I've been backstage in plays before and you see actors and even, like, yes, you do a wee bit of a warm-up, like a yeah, vocal warm-up and, all, and a yeah, physical yeah. warm-up so you're limber when you get on stage or whatever. But I have seen actors do silly shit and you're like, you need to pause and take a second. Like, even whenever, my one of my first, do you remember Sketchy from here? No. It was a, a sketch show. This is my problem with the, and I was worried about this coming on this podcast. I have almost no pop culture knowledge. Uh, well, it was a sketch show. We like loads of the comedians were in it. No one, BBC Northern Ireland. It was like, I mean, ten years, maybe twelve or thirteen years I ago. Wasn't even born. <laughs> it was like a mammal seat, sir. Um, and we, so we, I was not, but I, that actually was so irrelevant to my story. I just wanted to say, <laughs> I was in a sketch show once. Thank you. you know what? I think I was filming that around the time when I was like Billy Big Balls going on to drama. I got into like I was I also didn't go to drama school. I studied drama at yeah, university. Yeah, yeah. Completely different. Where'd you study? <clears throat> Queens. Johnny Hardon? Yeah. Jonathan Harden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's I, a good podcast. Yeah. He's a good guy. And then I went in and I was like acting big. I was like, oh, I've just been like filming this BBC show, so I'm late. I was filming it three days ago, but I just turned up late anyway. <laughs> <laughs> just like the Romeo chicken for yeah, yeah, yeah. But we had to be a bag of sand for like ages. It's like half the, like half the day and you had to like slowly become like let sand release from the bag and you became and whoever was like the, do you know what it feels like do you know if you go to kids stand up against that wall and the last one to turn around gets a prize and then they just all spend all day doing that and then the parent can go sit down and have a coffee I felt like the teacher was like 
using to be a bag of sand and the, the one yep. who takes the longest to become like one grain, you know, will yeah. get their degree today. Yeah, but it's fucking mad because I, mus- I studied at music college, but it's part of a drama school. Uh-huh. So it's the Guildhall School of Music and Drama. Yeah. So there's people on the acting course and it's so funny, like mates of mine, where I was like, oh, do you want to go watch the football at the pub? And the first year of acting, they do this, um, the animals project, where they all get given an animal, not like, yeah, 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 assigned an animal. Yeah, yeah. They don't get fucking handed assigned an sloth. identity of an animal. Yeah, and they have to like practice being that animal. And then there's a showcase where for an hour and a half, they're all, yeah, they all they create they create a zoo basically. So like the teachers like walk through and they're all in their little areas being that animal. I just don't believe that benefits anybody. Yeah, my girlfriend had to be a camel for an hour and a half. Oh, did uh, she get the? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! But my, I was like, oh, I just want to come. It was a Saturday, so we were all off, and he's like, do you want to come to the pub to watch football? And my mate Martin, who's from Paisley, just outside Glasgow, he goes, no, man, I have to practice my tiger. <laughs> I fucking hate this course. Fucking <laughs> what? Like, it's the I worst. I have to practice my tiger. I know. It's so funny. It's me Celtic tiger. It's so funny. Do you have any, like, little, because I always touch my toes before I go on stage. I have a pee. Okay. If I don't, I'll pee on stage. That's a pregnancy thing. <laughs> no, do you know what I always do? Is I say the first few sentences that I'm going to say mm. in my head. And I do that before plays as well. If you know your first couple of lines, mm. the rest will come. Like, you'll remember the rest. Like before you go on stage, it's like, a lot of the time, if you're doing a play, I suppose, before you go on, you're like, well, I don't remember a thing yeah. that happened yeah, the yeah, past yeah. month. I don't remember any of it. We're yeah. going to have to make it up. Yeah. And you go out and, you, and if you just repeat your first couple lines, then you, when you go out, the rest will just follow. Yeah, it's just getting off that, like the neural pathways and then you just start going. Yeah. Uh, but see, in plays, I'm so bad for, I'll know my lines, but see the overarching structure of the play? Yeah. I haven't a fucking clue. I'll know everyone's lines. But I've never done a play without having the script side of stage. So when I'm off stage, you I'm like, "What the fuck scenes next?" Aye, uh, and I fucked it up once. Memory. I was Ooh. in a, I was in a Shakespeare, and I he came off stage, I and I <laughs> didn't even know he was sick. Yeah, she said, "Did she not send a card?" <laughs> I'll bring a lasagna up to the house. Yeah, um, you fucked up lines. What play was it? What Shakespeare play? I think it was As You Like It. Okay, and um, came off stage. What's would you know? Charles the wrestler is the, towards the start. Anyway, um, came off stage and I turned to the, another actor and I went, "It's this scene next, isn't it? That I'm not in." And he was like, "Yeah, yeah you're fine." Yeah, I was like, "Sweet," and it wasn't. Oh. <laughs> so I didn't check my wee script that I always have side of stage. Um, I did a one woman show before, and that's really tough mm. because if you skip a bit and you end up like, say, you just like. So you're, you're on stage for the hour and you're doing a full show, a play. Yeah. And then if you like, if you like start, like, because you mind map the stage, basically, yeah. do you know what I mean? You're like, well, this bit leads me to this bit, which leads me to this bit. And you physically see the bits yeah. throughout the stage. And if there's so many times I've went, oh, I've skipped like half an hour. And if you like skip forward a bit and then you're like, well, this show's now going to be only half an hour long. Yeah. People are going to be ripping. But it never happened. But every single show, you would have like an out-of-body experience going, I've yeah. skipped half this. You just this. leave and you go, fuck, 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 fuck. Happening yeah. in Leicester, I skipped 10 minutes of my tour show in Leicester. Oh. Yeah. And it was just like... Was there any callbacks that you fucked because you didn't say it? There's one I couldn't do. But the main one was fine. But like, I once I... Because... The show kind of takes like a turn at the end, and it's so locked in now. I've done it so many times because I did the fringe preview for the fringe. Yeah, yeah. Turn it like it's so set. It is that thing where I'm like, 
it's so hard to get back to what it, I was like and the, it takes like a completely tonal shift yeah. after a while so I'm like that would jar with everything you it wouldn't make it any now. sense to do that mm. now so I'm just like stuck and we just that just hasn't happened yeah you be gutted show I was just raging Though yeah. for, so, so for the last 20 minutes of the show I was just raging he's angrily behind like, the eyes was just like you fucking dickhead yeah. you're a dickhead you're Blaming shit the audience. you're shit you don't deserve this all these people paid for tickets and you skipped 10 minutes like you a really should idiot. speak to somebody <laughs> but I was just sat there freaking out but yeah so this Shakespeare the worst bit was um, the people on stage were supposed to be like looking for someone and then they were supposed to like so I was supposed to like appear and but they were supposed to be like what's that noise and then I appear aye so oh, they just said, to... what's that noise? And then fucking nothing happened. Oh, no. And it was like, open a night. You were like having night. a latte somewhere? I was, just, I was just sat there outside the stage. And they were just left on stage. So nothing. how was it resolved? Well, they they just, they like, they were very good. They were like, I swear I heard something. <laughs> 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 like, like kept improvising. But could you imagine? And then they're like, oh, it doesn't but matter. The, director, the audience would be like. The director was in the audience and like burst into the wings. I was like, Vittorio? <laughs> Oh no! So I went on stage and I was like, "Sorry, the tube was late." Was this part of <laughs> Was this part of your course? No, that was after I did like a Shakespeare theater above a pub thing. Oh yes. I was trying to be. <clears> I did a show well. before, and one of the actors we had like a it was like a twelve minute scene. It was a really long scene, just mm. him and I on stage, and he came on, blocked, couldn't remember a thing. Oh my god! And I had to do both. So we were going. You're, you're asking me what I want for my dinner? Well, I want this. Yeah. You don't think I should have it? I should. I can yeah, tell by the look yeah, in your yeah. eyes. You don't think Sub-text I should have it? And you're just like, so funny. Having, to, having to do both bits. And it's it's just as well that I know everyone's lines in, in a show. Like, I, I, yeah. I, I can really easily learn lines. Yeah. Um, and you're just like, look at this person going, any minute, you're going to keel over. And this is going, I'm going to make a part of this. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Going, I know. I'm now creating a new play on the fucking spot. Well, that's worse for me. Like, I don't mind too much if I fuck up stand up because it's just me yeah, and I can deal with it generally yeah. particularly in like short if you're doing a 20 like there's no like narrative arc that you have to yeah, stick yeah, to you're like, just you can set. just throw stuff back in and do whatever Yeah, but it's when it's the longer show but I felt so bad that I'd left them too on stage yeah with just no lifeboat at all they were just it's fuck. worse being the fucker upper than the yeah I don't upper. care if I fuck up my bit yeah, yeah I yeah. care like fucking somebody because that's my responsibility yeah. to do that but have you ever seen apparently early episodes of French Fresh Prince of Bel French Prince, Prince of Bel Air Fresh Prince of Bel Air Will Smith mouths everyone else's lines oh yeah it's so cute do you know who does that Hi. Tim McGarry <laughs> Tim McGarry does that during everything during Get My Head Piece during Perfect Ulster like a radio show that we do a sketch show during like not during the game because he doesn't know what you're going to say but he'll sit there and if, we're, if you're if you're like he's writing a script and there's four or five of us in a room reading it he'll be mouthing all your bits and like laughing along it's very endearing and encouraging yeah. and psychotic it's <laughs> so fucking mad at the same time yeah. my dad always gets annoyed at people who he can tell is reading an auto cue. I think mm. he gets annoyed at Tim McGarry for it because he can tell he's reading it. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, I mean, what's want him to do? Remember it? Well, this is the fucking. Thing. My dad's just like you should just learn it. And I'm like, you know, he does it like every fucking week. It's brutal. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of stuff to learn. Of stuff to learn, and it's all very word specific. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, it's word jokes, play and, and it's, it's jokes. jokes that you don't know. <clears throat> yeah, haven't practiced, and it's just. Whereas when the rest of us are writing material for the blame game, it's a lot more fluid because it's like bits rather yeah, than jokes. You, yeah, yeah, because you've got like, oh, you do the bit about that. 
yeah. the bit about that is what yeah. I do the bit about that yeah, yeah so it's a lot it's a lot less there's a lot less pressure to say it word for word of yeah. what you've written do you know what I mean do you know what pisses me off when you see people doing roast battles and they have all their jokes like, their written phone. out I'm like it's five jokes have you done a roast battle before yeah I've done two I only do them against marginalised people <laughs> the easy jokes yeah easy targets I did one against William Thompson did you did you yeah when was his roast battle ages ago it was at the PAV was it yeah ages ago we did a roast battle I don't slag disabled people that's why I didn't go oh mate I slag <laughs> you do <laughs> <laughs> what did I say I said you know William has struggles with um, relationships <clears throat> uh, you know he, he often gets gets uh, dumped after the first date I think that's quite sad because we should really be cutting down on single use spastic <laughs> Jesus Christ! <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. You should let him. Did you? He should let him use that. Yeah, maybe yeah. single use spastic. Yeah. That's his name of his next show. <laughs> um, he is doing. He's got a show coming up too. I think doesn't he? Yes, he's doing the French. I'm excited for it. So we previewed together in London. <clears throat> really so you were um, up for a newcomer last year. How yes, I got nominated for newcomer. Um, uh, it was great. Well, like very surprising. Um, because I kind of slagged off the whole awards thing. Yeah, the show. it's so funny. But it was like, I don't need an award to validate my skill and, and my talent. Work, but I feel, oh, fucking, yeah, yes. This is the thing. I was like, fuck everybody, fuck the industry, <clears throat> fuck this, fuck that. Yeah. And then as soon as I got nominated, I started crying straight away. Did you? Straight away. But what happened was, so it got announced at half past two. And my show was at two. So I was in the middle of my show. Aye. So I didn't know. So do you, was there no, um, were you not told that you were being considered? You know if you're on the shortlist. Yeah. Because the panel keeps showing up to the fucking yeah. show and it's a 60-seater room. And you're okay. like, oh, there's him again. Oh, they come multiple times? Yeah. Uh, and there's loads, there's like 11 of them. Fucking hell. Yeah, so they all come at different times. And then once you get nominated, they all come again. Yeah. And like a bit like see all the nominees. Yeah, to again, decide who's winning. Basically. And um, when, when they came again, actually, a BBC producer's phone went off in the middle of the show. And I screamed at him, I'm trying to win an award here. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't know, you fucker. Um, but, yeah, it was a funny, it was funny because I was in the show, so I didn't know. Yeah. And I didn't really want to, I tried to get people to not tell me when the nominees got announced, like mm-hmm. what day, because I was like, I'll just be stressed until that day. So I didn't want to know, but then somebody was like, how are you feeling about Wednesday? I was like, fuck, Aye. that's when that is. Yeah. So I come out of the show and I'm just doing my wee bucket and the card reader wasn't working and I was like, fuck, I'm going to lose. There's card readers now at the fringe? Yeah. Three I haven't been in five now. years. Yeah. Three years, five I mean, years. Fucking card readers now? Yeah. For a pay as you go? For the bucket, yeah. That's unreal. It's class. That's brilliant. Of course there's card so readers. You can't, you can't fuck it's about now. People money. can't be like, uh, yeah, yeah, there's no excuse. Yeah. It's perfect. Although the homeless people, homeless people have it now too, don't they? Card readers? Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, we're all in OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. So you were waiting with your bucket? Yes, I was waiting. My card reader wasn't working. I was like, fuck, I'm going to lose out on loads of the donations after the show I was raging. And um, so I was kind of like fussing about doing whatever. And then Amy Gladhill, who was the comedian who was in the room immediately after me. Yeah. She comes up the stairs. And I was like, all right, how's it going? And she was like, do you not know? And I was like, what? She's like, you got nominated. And I dropped the bucket and started crying straight away. Oh, my God. But what's so funny is my agent at the time was like in the green room. Because he told everyone in the venue, don't tell him, don't tell him, don't tell him. I want to be the one to tell him. <gasps> and he didn't get to tell me, which I think is so funny. Is that Christian? Oh, no, Chris. No, Chris. Oh, <laughs> that is hilarious. It's really, really funny <laughs> that he wanted his big moment. Yeah, yeah, he didn't and get And then it. Amy was just like, oh, you got nominated. Yeah. And I was like, ah. <laughs> when was he, was he not there at all? Did you, did you, like, was he in the vicinity? 
Yeah, he came okay. over and I was already crying. He was oh, like, yeah. fuck. He's like, way upset. I've got good news for you. You've been nominated. <laughs> I was like, I know, fuck <laughs> Well, that's, fuck, that's so fucking exciting. Because <clears throat> obviously then that's spiralled a few things for you, didn't it? Well, yes. Uh, like, it seems to have done good stuff. And then you have a bunch of meetings where nothing happens. Yeah. You meet with the production company and they go, just just wanted to meet you. Have a general Hate meeting. That. And you go, I've got ideas. And they go, yeah, go for it. And then they go, well, those sound great. Um... Cool, see you never. Yeah, 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 that's the story of my life. And you were like, right, what? Yeah. So I think there's, when you're at the naive, very early stage of your career and you have general mates and you're like meetings with like producers and like production companies and you're like, I've just met with ones from BBC yeah, yeah. and they know my name and they asked me for an idea and I think I'm getting a six part series. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, And yeah, then yeah. Couple, 10 years later, you're all, I, I don't think I've got time to go to that general meeting. You're like, what's the point? Well, this is the thing. So I, now, I, like, my focus is just so stand up because I know. Yeah. Did that work? So I just put out stuff online. Yeah. People like it. Just do that. It's like, it's fine. Like, I'd love to write a script and do a thing. It just takes so fucking long. Do you think there's a while, um, there's a while pressure on comedians too to have a sitcom in their back pocket? Yeah, why? Do you know, it's like everyone has to have a, a great yeah. sitcom idea and like a full... You spend eight years trying to get it made and then it doesn't get made. Yeah. And people like, people make a living from writing scripts that never get made. People don't know this. You get the thing called options. Yeah. Where they pay you for an to idea. To develop the idea. just keep working on the script. And then it can never get made. But that's people's whole livings. Yeah. There's writers who have never had anything made. Yeah. Who have a, who make a living from make writing. loads of money. Yeah. Just writing scripts. That no it's one called sex work. Like, <laughs> that is sex <laughs> work. Somebody's but it's like, it. I, I'm just like, I want to make stuff that people fucking see. Yeah. So that's I mean, why all my energy But then you can't up. foresee that. You don't know. They have to go through the process. You don't know. Do you mean? You can't yeah. go, this is, here's, here's an option <clears throat> and we're definitely going to make this one. That doesn't happen. I'm yet. just bad. I'm a fucking psycho with notes as well. Anytime anyone gives me feedback, I'm like, fuck you. you never yeah. Know. Like, yeah. I just hate it. And then I'm such a wee, like any authority figure. I have such problems with it. With the show that I have written recently, The Hendry, the mm. tickets available now, um, the one of my favorite scenes. If we just go back and they roll, we just don't get that scene at all. And that's all. That's my favorite scene. That's the funniest scene. And they're yeah. like, "Yeah, it's funny, but it's just there's no place for it in this show." And I was like, "What if I take all the lines and put it in a different place?" <laughs> 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 and they were like, "Okay." I literally took all of the lines because I got like all these jokes, yeah. and I just went right. They're no longer at laser tag, and they're now in a water park. That is what I did. As all the same jokes, same, instead of a, their guns, have got water pistols. As well, I just like this this scene. This seems fun and silly. Yeah. And you have made me get rid of it, and I'm just ch- I'm gonna just change at the top where it says where they are, and that's it. That's so funny. And then I, they were like, "Yeah, that works now." Yeah, in- internal water park. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I uh, I had a freak out the other day because I saw a TikTok of the creators of South Park talking about like storytelling and it's going to make me like freak out about my next shows and stuff because it said about how you're supposed to do it how you're forming your stories yeah but it was just a simple tip that I think does make so much sense right he was like Share it. you never want to say and then it always has to be therefore no. or but so see if, if you've moments happening in a show see if it's like this happened and then this happened well then it always has to be causal. There always has to be this cause this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or this or, contradicts this. Yeah. It can't just be like this thing and then a separate thing happened. But why? It's like, if this thing happened, therefore that caused this. It's the exact same thing you were talking about the the one woman show. Yeah. It's like I move oh, here, yeah. which makes me move to here, which causes this next bit. So that's what I find is like scripts where it makes sense and yeah. it follows a through line. It's much easier to remember because you're like, well, everything kind of tumbles forward because yeah. it's like, well, because I've said this, I have to say this and then I have to say this. And then I, I have find to say this. when I write though, I'm putting 90% of the emphasis on it being funny. 
like yeah, 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 yeah. And then I, and then I go, oh, no, none of this makes sense because the first half of this she was married, and by the end, you know, she's talking about how she's been single her whole life. Do you know what I mean? Like, but that's second draft. Yeah, first draft make no stuff. sense. But pro- proper good writers would do all the character work and the like, the through line, and then they would pump in some jokes at the end. And I'm like just writing thousands of dirt jokes, and then just. Figure, just weaving it together, fi- weaving it together. That's what you should out. do. Like, yeah. um, was it Woody Allen when he's working on a film? He's constantly coming up with ideas for scenes and moments for mm-hmm. the next film, and he just writes them on a scrap of paper, puts it in a drawer in his house, closes it, never looks at Nets it. Nets it together. When someday. he finishes this film, he tips the drawer out onto his table, and he's got all these scenes and moments that he knows are good, and goes right. How do we get them all into one thing? Oh, that's great. Yeah, and that's how stand-ups write that's, shows. Yeah. That's how I the wrote bits. my show. I was like, these are all routines that work in comedy clubs. How do we make it yeah. have a sense of through line and forward momentum through yeah. any of it? And I thought, I find American comedians are brilliant for that. I find like watching American comedians, they, their oyer always seems very seamless and like they don't tend to do that and then. Like it's sort of like everything leads to the next thing. Well, do you think so? I think the opposite sometimes. Do you? I think American comedians will just go like... Uh, like oh, I think they bit. get away with murder, but I think but that they'll do a bit and then they'll sense. just go. I also like football, and then they'll oh, just no. start talking about something else. We were watching different American comedians. Who are you? Who are you? Who's shit? <laughs> Who's shit? Who's not? Um, what's your remember when moment? Remember when moment? Well, you said like a thing from pop culture you into, but like I said, I think I'm shit for this show because I was so detached from. I was a freak. Yeah, but I not follow any like trends. No, you're not the guy who like got the thing. No, I, people said I was a wee bit like sane when I was a kid, you know, like sane, like kind of not quite emo, but a bit more co- like a colourful emo, basically. Oh, that must have been a Belfast term. Sane? Yeah, probably was. Oh, we were, we had freaks. <laughs> no, my brother was a freak. <laughs> Did she not have freaks? <laughs> and Derry, we had... so rude. It's so rude, but they, they were self-confessed. That's what self-confessed we had. Self-confessed the, 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 they were the There was the emos, the goths, and the freaks. What's, what separates a freak from an emo or a goth? So, less emotional. <laughs> less emotional. So, the freaks would have been like... The, so, the goths would have had black leather, black... You know, I, I, Marla Manson were the goths. Yeah, do you know yeah. what I mean? The um, emos would have been like... Do you know, like, stripey socks... And like the hair down over the yeah, face the and the pale vans. makeup. Yes, all that. The freaks would have been the skateboarders. I think, yeah, that's seen. That would be seen. Yeah. I always dressed like a skateboarder but never skateboarded. Yes, with my brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was me. But then, but in terms of like TV or like pop culture, like I know so many references just because Family Guy referenced them. Right. But I don't know the actual, the actual fucking thing. reference. But the only thing I do know, which is insane because it's not, it was never on TV when I was... Growing up, it was always reruns. I watched Bullseye all the time. Oh, really? Yeah. As a child? Yeah. Right. I watched Bullseye. <laughs> but like from the 80s, like old episodes yeah. of Bullseye, I watched it all the fucking time and I thought it was the best fucking thing ever. Um, I I never have watched Father Ted. Wow. So I You're a trans no, ally? I'm an incel. <laughs> 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 Do you know like... Um, I I know loads of references and I can go oh I that's like oh you a, will you will you will you and will, all those will. things like yeah, I, yeah, I get yeah, it that but money I was just resting in my account uh, I hear you're a racist now father all that people stuff. will say do you know that thing in Father Ted and they'll say something I go well, yes I do but I've never seen it I know it through osmosis it's just like I've heard of it do you know what I've started doing I've started watching um, uh, movies that I haven't seen before they've been out for ages the yeah movies. I've just started watching the, the, talk, the, the talkies, talkies. <laughs> <laughs> um, out of order through clips on TikTok. 
if you watch one clip of a movie on TikTok, mm. your algorithm shows you the rest of the film oh. in segments that aren't aren't in order. And that's how you're watching your movies? Yeah. Oh my God, that is the most Gen Z <laughs> thing I've ever heard. That I is... watched the whole of Green Book the other day in the wrong order. <laughs> oh, that's exciting. <laughs> I was like, this guy's gotten way more racist over the course of this <laughs> <laughs> watch in the wrong order that would completely fuck it like, Inception. She's, she's, she's got two kids now I thought it was just the one Sophie's Choice yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Inception's already in the wrong order yes that's probably the, that's probably the point isn't it I fucking hate Christopher Nolan what? it's not my bag see if it takes you a year and a half to work out the timeline of a film yeah how the fuck am I supposed to figure it out in one match bits in a drawer and he's just like <laughs> <laughs> what do you do with this yeah I just no. think it's really indulgent filmmaking it is I love those Batman ones because it's all happens do you mean just the Batman movies no the Christopher Nolan ones all are right. free <laughs> I love those Batman separately. Separately, I love Batman. <laughs> Look at my old woman. Do you know them Batman ones? I, I love them. They're class. Then that my two-year-old daughter's obsessed with Spider-Man, but in the the most modern way, doesn't watch it. Oh, is she? But she no, just, that's kids anyway. You just see one character that you latch onto. She just likes like T-shirts that have Spider-Man on them. She has a Spider-Man cup, a Spider-Man hat, a mm. Spider-Man figurine. But never does watch not watch it. it. I loved Dumbo when I was a kid. Dumbo, right. was my, I had a wee Dumbo toy. Um, and I watched the new one. It's fucking shit. Is there a new Dumbo? Yeah, like a live action Dumbo. No. And the second best actor is the cartoon elephant. Do you know what's mad when you watch stuff? Like if you ever watch like One of the Pooh now, like, a, like the OG One of the Pooh. It's like 300 years old. No, but if you watch the Jungle Book, it says at the start... There's a, a, a warning Oh, is it the Netflix? birds? Is it the birds that are just like really racist depictions of black people? Yes. Brutal. And it says like there's marginalised communities that are completely like torn apart in this movie but we haven't changed it so that you can watch it and learn from it. That's what it says on yeah. Netflix. I think that's so funny. And you're like, no, you should probably take a, get it get it away. Ah, oh, you're one of the people who wants to censor Roald Dahl books, are you? Roald Dahl. Can't be called. I'm in Shakespeare. can go fuck. Like... <laughs> That's the thing when you were talking about Shakespeare. I think Shakespeare is shite. Shite. Why? It's too too much fussing about. I think it's class. Do ye? Yeah. I just think, why are you forcing people to speak in this rhythm? Because it's... You should be speaking in whatever way you individually speak. Not the iambic fucking pentameter. But most people speak in iambic pentameter. No, they don't. But there's your sentence there. Most people, most people speak in iambic pentameter. So you go, if there's 12... No. Yeah, but it doesn't always have to fit in. And when it, it doesn't fit ten. in, it's when... But it doesn't have to be them. This is the whole point of, like, you lull... It's the same with jokes. They're not as explicit <laughs> about it. We don't learn the rhythms of it. But iambic pentameter is someone just going... If the whole play goes... dum 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 And then someone goes... dum dum Then, as an audience, you're in a rhythm and you're kind of grooving along with it. And then when something shocking happens, the rhythm... Aside from the words, so it works on every level. If you don't fucking speak English, you know when something bad's happened in a Shakespeare. Yes, because people are crying. Fuck- <laughs> <laughs> I'd but blow because my brains the rhythm out. changes. No. And you're like, oh fuck, and like it's just, it's all about just causing those emotions. It's like songs. It's like playing in a minor key. When the pentameter falls apart, like the to be or not to be speech doesn't fit in iambic pentameter at all. Oh, does it not? Because his whole Good. but. <laughs> It's because his whole world is unraveling and therefore the rhythm yeah, of the fucked. play unra- unravels with it. I mean, there's Shakespeare breaking his own rules. Yes, for effect. 
Well, then he didn't make the rule. <laughs> <laughs> Did he not? No, it's like, but then you talked to like, there's a famous interview with John Gailgood, who's like supposed to be the best actor of Shakespeare ever. And somebody was like, oh, I saw you did this with the ambic pentameter and this stresses in this yeah. line. Why did you do that? And he went, I don't know what any of that means. Yeah, exactly. So he's he just, just saying the lines. He just did it, yeah. So that's the way to do it. I think it. there's two ways to be a good actor. You can either know nothing or know everything. Mm-hmm. But if see if you get caught in the middle of knowing some stuff, you're crippled <clears> by not being entirely on top of it. You need to know it so well that you don't have to think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or not know it at all and, and just it's do natural. it instinctively. Did you ever watch Love Hate? No, maybe. What is that? It's like the Dublin gang drama. It was brilliant. No, it sound like my bag. But Tom Von Lother was in that with Robert Sheehan. And Tom Von Lother's a, like a classically trained actor. He's very well spoken. He's like D4 mm. Dublin, like really like a, just this like b- brilliant stage and theatre actor. Yeah, yeah. But plays this fucking false scumbag drug dealer. Like you wouldn't even know it's him. Like yeah, full transformation yeah. in this show. But he has a method and a process, and he's a pro- to get there, yeah, not yeah. a method actor, but he has a method. He has a yeah, process yeah. to to play roles. And he and I read an interview with him one time. And he was like, I would like spend so much time like becoming the character, learning my lines, mm. like f- figuring out a backstory to the character. And Robbie Sheehan would come in on two hours sleep and just like read the sides that morning, and then just do his bit and fuck off. And he'd be like magic. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like that's the difference. And like it doesn't mean that one's more talented than the other. Just means that one has more free time. Yeah, well, we play PlayStation a bit. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, and do whatever. But even like Richard Harris and Peter O'Toole just getting fucking steaming all the time. I've remembered, because we mentioned Roald Dahl, what might be a good thing for my remember when thing that had an effect on my life. Yeah. Um, do you know The Witches? Yes. The movie, the Roald Dahl one? Yeah. Is that not the freakiest thing in the world, that film? Like, shouldn't be for kids. Yeah. If you go to the Sleeve Donard, it's basically The Witches. That yeah. The whole big hotel that they go to their big meeting in, that's, look, like, to me, that's Freak the Sleeve Donard. The so, the first time <clears> we ever watched that was in primary school on like a Thursday afternoon we would have like golden hour where you'd like choose a VHS everyone was just pissing on each other everyone was just pissing all over each other there was a guy in in P1 where this guy Aiden I remember I went to the toilet and it was one of those big wall urinals you know Mm -hmm. so it's not like individual things Mm -hmm. and we were like peeing up against it and he went watch this and then just spun in a circle while (laughs) (laughs) it kids are wee dickheads aren't they I was just like, that's class! <laughs> These are both just going, Woo! <laughs> Why did he want you to know that? It's just I wonder where he is now, McGabry. It expands, yeah, probably. Yeah, he's banged up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just but, in there going, That's so funny. With his big piss. But, uh, so they, the class voted on The Witches yeah. this one time, and I'd never seen it before, and I had a panic attack in the middle of it. I had like loads of panic attacks when I was a kid. Like, miss loads of school and stuff. Okay. Um, like, really severe anxiety. Oh, my God. Disorder and all a child. I'm a freak. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I, like, freaked out and had to, like, leave the classroom mm. and, like, sit in a separate room and just do, like, worksheets or whatever. But then every week from that point onwards, because everyone found it so funny that I freaked out, the class voted to watch, watch the, witches the witches every week. So I just had to go do worksheets. Oh. By myself. Oh, that's so, so cool. So I think that film should be illegal. That film is too I'm scary. So, I'm so, so does they get their board, shoes off? Yeah. I'm so and this the scratchy, the, the bald yeah. heads, the purple eyes. Yeah, it's a lot for a child. I understand why you were afraid. I can't believe nobody else in your class was afraid. Wasn't afraid, like they were all okay with it? Yeah. No. What would you have chosen to watch instead? Uh, what was what was the film I really liked when I was a kid? Dumbo. Big, yeah. Big fan of Dumbo. Yeah, but could you imagine everyone going oh, this this week? Queer wants to watch Dumbo. <laughs> 
was the rest of us want to watch The Witches. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know what, what would have been. I remember there was a time in secondary school where the, it was like last day before Christmas, so we were just watching movies, <clears> and <throat> the choice was Transformers or Mean Girls, and all the At Christmas time. Yeah, it was just watching movies. Fucking Christmas movies. No, fuck that. December 22nd, let's watch Transformers. Come on well, now. Nobody, well, the, the the girls wanted to watch Transformers, but all the boys wanted to watch Mean Girls because it's funny as fuck. Yeah. And they get to see girls in skirts <laughs> that aren't the yeah, girls in but their if class. Yeah, Megan Fox is in Transformers yeah. though. Oh, wow. Do you remember when she was the hottest woman in the world and she's now she doesn't it. exist? She, now she doesn't exist? <laughs> she's big style back. Oh, yeah, she's with Machine she, Gun Kelly. Yeah. yeah. And she's a fox. Sucking on each other's tongues like the Dalai Lama. Yes, them two. And then Courtney Kardashian and your man... Travis Barker, all the tongue sucking. Yeah. And the Dalai Lama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. I know, it's so weird. Do you know what? I'm and just the, talking about that with Sean. apology. Yeah. From the Dalai Lama. I, th- I, I do think it was one of those things, like a, week, like a granddad would do with his grandson, and then he went, oh, I got a hard on. <laughs> Oops. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> oh, dear. What granddad sucks on his grandson's tongue? If he needs to pass him a word, there's original and he's not got his hands free. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> so wrong. Right, is there anything you want to plug before we go? Uh, I'm on tour. Uh, if you're there's tickets left in Galway and Limerick are the two Irish states. If you're in Southampton or Cambridge or Darwin, well, you're going to such strange places. Who picked the places? Your agent? <laughs> you? Why? Why? The, are we looking at your like uh, analytics or what? Yeah, I, Southampton and Cambridge just because I wasn't doing anything like around London. I had shows in London, but nothing around. And I was correct. I don't have fans there. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you haven't been doing things. Darwin is just outside Manchester because the lady who's helping me with all the admin for the tour, she works in a theatre there. So I was like, well, we'll do a show okay. at your venue so you can essentially get paid twice for it okay um, so I thought that would be nice and it sold okay but there's those and then Mike and Vittorio's Guide to Parenting that's my podcast yeah um, neither of us have kids we'll link it I know that that's very funny that you don't have kids people get so angry it's not funny that you don't have kids that's, that's so I, funny that, that you could don't be have sad kids. <laughs> <laughs> so funny you're on Fairtide but it's just like we just called it that because we thought what's the funniest thing what's yeah, the yeah, stupidest yeah. thing and we've attracted quite a good audience of young mums I love if people are like like do you know like so for instance whenever my uncle got me Pocahontas for Christmas one year with mm. the video and I sat That's probably through, like, racist as well now is it? Oh definitely like you, could, you couldn't like it's oh, yeah, they're all going <laughs> Yeah and like the white man's coming to ruin the ruin the fucking cut down the trees and all um, but like the I sat Please through, don't clip me doing that No no, 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 no. I slayed that bit get some more fun. Um and I watched all the songs right and it was like an hour and a half in and I was all what the fuck is this and I, tr- and I was ripping and it turns out he had gotten me the karaoke version and I was like just uh... happened to be on the front and I was just like waiting for something that was never going to happen and that was relevant to what you just oh it's like I love the fact that there's probably loads of mums and dads signing yeah. up for that and they're like 10 episodes in going any minute now they'll start to give us we proper, don't mention proper it good all, advice and it's so funny somebody some like parenting expert pitched themselves to come on as a guest. Yeah. And we think we're going to have her on. Oh, amazing. Because she's never listened to an episode, but she sent us this massive blurb about all her expertise in like homeschooling she's and quite this specific type of homeschooling. It. Just like uh, her producer has gone on and Bring like, her on and never let her speak about any of the things that she wants to like. Is that too it, mean? No, I, I don't want to be like bullying no, this woman. I, but then but tell she should have done her research. Yeah. So we'll be like, yeah, come on the podcast. We'd love to have you. But you could just say it's crossed wires. If she goes, oh, I thought I was coming on to talk about like parenting. And you'd be like, why would you think that? We thought you were coming on because you just wanted to be here <laughs> to talk about socks. It's in my flat as well, just on the sofa. <laughs> we don't even have yeah, a studio. 
That feels a wee bit wrong, doesn't it? But I think I, I think we're gonna have her on. I think that'd just be so funny to just get actual legit parenting experts on. To yeah. me and Mike just fucking and just talking ask inappropriate questions. <laughs> Yeah. But the quite offensive accents the most of the time you suck at his tongue yeah yeah, yeah. that's how we end every podcast um, we'll put the link to your tickets and stuff that would be nice and the... be nice. oh I'm at the Edinburgh Fringe if anybody's in Edinburgh I'm taking up my new show Who Do You Think You Are I Am uh, all of August Who Do You Think You Are I Am yeah Why is that? what's the I Am about it comes from see nobody's seen this video I've named have you seen the viral video fuck I named it after a viral video that nobody's seen well, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I, t- I talk about it on stage and it gets, it's a good bit now that we're explaining that nobody gets the title of my show. But my next show after that's going to be called Being Alive is a Fucking Nightmare. Oh, really? Because I think that's... Have you seen that one? But I, you might be dead by then, which would be even funnier. Hopefully. Yeah, if you were. No, is that, a, is that a, another video? The only viral video I can quote is Leave Britney Alone. <laughs> you Surely you can do Charlie Bit My Finger. Charlie Bit My Finger. But you can do... Have you not seen Being Alive is a Fucking Nightmare? No. Can you tag it on to the end of this? Because it's the funniest video in the world. It's a steaming guy in Belfast going, oh, where is everybody? And then this weird guy from Belfast who's got like Elvis hair and sideburns and is wearing a leather jacket walks up behind <laughs> and goes, here, being alive is a fucking nightmare. And that is And then brilliant. just walks into the distance. Yeah. And no one knows who he is. Just having a fucking the name of your title uh, might get difficult. To I'll s- start. I know, but like, are, do venues be weird about that now? I don't care. If a venue's going to be weird about that, I'll do it somewhere else. Sick it to the man. I hate everybody. (laughs) Yeah. So anti-establishment. I'll put a star in my fuck. (laughs) So (laughs) anti-establishment. Represented by Avalon. (laughs) (laughs) Newcomer award. I know. I keep trying to be a fucking punk rocker. Yeah, yeah. They just wanted me. (laughs) I'm like, no, push back. Cancel me, please. <laughs> right, Victoria, thank you very much for coming on. Thank you for I having me. I wish you all the best on your tour and stop sucking kids' tongues. <laughs> <laughs>